Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. My football team's got me drinking. My football team's got me drinking. Give me beer, whiskey, wine, or gin. Anything to shake this but I'm in. it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley. I've got Thad Bell and Robert Russert here with me as always. Vermees just had a press conference. It might not have been encouraging, potentially rather <laughs> discouraging. <laughs> but we've got the MLS drafts, some homegrown signings. So, yeah, we've got a lot to get to here, but this is the first pod of the new year. New president, new beginnings. I want to hear what you guys are doing. What's new in your in your world? Stad, what's new in your life? Tell me something about your life. I have a women's soccer team to cover again. That's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. We should we should devote an entire podcast to the KC NWSL. I'm I'm calling them the nameless team still because that's <laughs> Nameless Women's Soccer League. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bob, Robert, Bobbert, what's going on in your world? Oh, you know, always wanting to explore different avenues. So uh, I don't want to reveal quite what it is, but uh, looking into exploring an industry avenue in the music world. So Ooh, we'll see what comes a, of it. Robert's going to drop a mixtape, huh? <laughs> No, not performance, believe me. <laughs> oh, so, are you going to start your own rock band or what? <laughs> not performance, no. <laughs> was, uh, I've been practicing blues harmonica, man. Have you? Uh, okay, practicing means annoying my daughter and wife with it, but... 
nice. We're gonna have to get a recording of that. We'll play it. We'll play it as our outro music one of these times. So you better, you better get better at it. Hey, I actually, Vandy. I actually got a, I got a like instructional video on how to do like a very basic blues chug is what they call it. So I'm trying. I've got to practice it when they don't hear me, which is hard to do. But uh, that is, I want to be able to surprise them with actually doing something that sounds right instead of annoying. That is just the most sad. Uh, you know, quarantine activity that I could think of. I, if I, I could never have guessed it, but upon hearing you say it, it's like, yeah, he would be doing that. Would you like the rest of the story? It's just a very small. Yeah, sure. Sure, go uh, for it. The only reason I would even be doing this is thanks to the people who lived in this house before us. Somehow they left like five harmonicas in this house. <laughs> in the box in in different places around the house they must have been like for harmonica emergencies or whatever and slowly i've misplaced all of them but but one and it's sitting on my table the the breakfast table whatever table harmonica um, emergencies i'm trying to imagine what that maybe they did it on purpose it, i don't know but it was kind of cool the guy was a woodworker and all this other weird stuff and i mean i don't know how that would apply to harmonicas but there was one like in two different cabinets in the kitchen, one in a, the, a shelf in a, a closet, um, one in like the woodworking room. So, so it was somewhere. Somebody's going, damn, where are all my harmonicas at? <laughs> Very nice. Oh, we must say rest in peace, Hammer and Hank. I Hank yeah. Aaron passing away today. Yeah. Yep. Hammer and Hank Aaron. One of my heroes is a little kid. All right, yeah, let's start off with the uh, the MLS not so super draft. Yeah. Hey, there were a lot of trades, so come on. Yes, there were a lot of trades. So Sporting Kansas City with the 50th overall pick got center back <laughs> Matt Constant out of UNC. And the 77th pick was Jameel Roberts out of Marshall University. And then they passed on the 82nd pick. But the question that I had or that I figured we should talk about here. I, I'm assuming a lot of people are unfamiliar with the process here and that two SKC two players were selected in the super draft. So Thad, I assume this is uh, your area of expertise here. Could you give our listeners some info on how the hell that is even possible? Sure. Um, both of those players were just signed by sporting KC two in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Aiden, Stanley and Preston Judd, um, both of them. Well, uh, Preston Judd was at the combine that uh, Sporting had had a month or so ago, and they liked him apparently. But anyway, they signed both of them. They're under contract to Sporting KC too. However, they were also college seniors and eligible for the draft. So they were uh, two teams. They were both taken: uh, Aiden Stanley by Austin and Preston Judd by the Galaxy. The way it should work is that they signed USL contracts with Sporting KC2, not with Sporting, and right. the MLS contracts would take precedence if the MLS team decides to sign them. So they they'll go to try out for essentially the two MLS teams. If those if they get cut, released, whatever, they revert back to the USL contract and they'll be with Sporting KC2. Right. Yeah. So that's that was my that was my understanding that they would have to sign them to the first team to a first team contract or the the USL contract would you know still remain valid and they would come back to SKC2. Exactly. 
Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Um, the most... I assume I didn't. I didn't figure you guys know anything about either of the the Matt Constant or Jamil Roberts. So there's no point in us pretending like we have good scouting reports on them. <laughs> no, he uh, Constant's tall though, six six. There we go. We need some height. That's for sure. That Canadian cool. played for Canadian and U.S. national teams. Right. And uh, I I know if he somehow signs with Sporting or Sporting KC two, and that he has a bad game, I will use a very bad joke of a mat of constant sorrow. Oh no! Oh god! Honestly, but, that was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> a little more effort than I thought it was going to be. Well done. But but I don't expect to ever get to use it. Okay, there we go. There's some there 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 we go. There's some analytics on it. We're we're not uh, expecting for, to see the super draft players, I guess. For me, and if we do, it'll be magic. with SKC too. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, so they are not the only new players that we've gotten in this offseason. Uh they Sporting KC recently signed some homegrown contracts, and I assume you do have some knowledge about them. Some. Some of them. Uh, so they got some knowledge. Midfielder, Grayson <laughs> Barber, goalkeeper, Brooks Thompson. That is definitely a goalkeeper name. Def- that sounds like a goalkeeper. And sounds then, like a refined goalkeeper, Brooks Thompson. Yeah, he's not like from Connecticut or something. Like he's rich. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's a forward, Ozzy Cisneros, who like he is destined to be a good player with a name like that. He's gonna be he's gonna be famous for something. Ozzy Cisneros. Well, sounded more like a baseball player to me. Though. I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just because of famous Aussies, though. <laughs> Sounds like a shortstop. Uh-huh. So what do you know about him? Tell, tell us about uh, Grayson Barber. Uh, went to – he was uh, sport from the Sporting Academy, played for a few years with Sporting Academy, went to Clemson, uh, was one of the better players there with a very good Clemson team. Uh, I think a couple of them actually came out in the draft and got drafted. So it was probably, probably one of those good moments to sign back with the home team and not uh, go back for a bad team. I'm guessing, you know, after a, a depleted team there, Clemson will be still good. Um, he, what kind of, what kind of midfielder are they? I guess at that age, you don't even, you're still finding yourself, right? Yeah. I actually, I think of him more as a winger than a midfielder. Um, so probably an outside midfield to a slash wing. Um, he, he has the ability to beat some people on the dribble. He's got a little bit of size, not huge, but he's got a little bit of size. Um, I mean, I, I, I'd be very interested to see, I would expect to see if we see much this year, it would be with SKC too, but um, I, you know, I still question how much development is hampered by going to college versus staying and practicing with the first or second team. But this will be a really good, interesting test for that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's goalkeeper Brooks Thompson. I really like Brooks Thompson. Uh, the knock on him is he seems to already be injury prone. He had injury. He signed when he was 16 with SKC two. Um, How the hell are know, keepers getting injured? They just stand there for 90 minutes. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um probably falling over after somebody chopped him. But um he he was like he signed when he was 16, got injured pretty quickly, didn't play a whole lot when he was 16 for that first year. Last year, I think made six or so appearances, made some amazing saves, played really good solid games. Um and 
I've, I've actually heard that he was actually assigned last year. They just didn't announce it till this year. Um, but the, signed him and I like him. It's a, it's a good young keeper core there between him and Pulse Camp. Will he beat out Pulse Camp? Uh, I th- would say Pulse Camp's a little bit ahead of him right at the moment. Um, Developmentally, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, he's got more uh, pro games, more experience. But at one point, I know both of them were like in the top 10 of a couple different places rated keepers in the U.S. for, uh, you know, American keepers at that age group. Okay, I didn't know that. Good. Learn something new every day. Look, we're divulging information. Quality podcast we've got here. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Every once in a while, you ask me stuff, and I know it. (laughs) Okay, the forward, Ozzy Cisneros, do we know much about him? He, I've seen him play like three times now, I think, maybe four, something like that. Um, He has a lot of ability. My question is, will it translate up? Um, I hope, hopefully they know better than me, obviously, but when I've seen him play (laughs) against older players, um, he didn't seem to compete well. When I saw like Busio play against older players, he was, he would raise his level up to him. Uh, You know, same for guys like Palmer Brown and Lindsay and guys like that that would seem to raise their level. He times I've seen him, he just didn't seem to raise his level when he was going against kids, his own age, he just, he was obviously the best guy on the field or, you know, one of the best guys in the field, but he's at times been rated the number one player in his age group. So again, hopefully these people know way better than me and maybe the games I saw him was flukes. Right. Right. The question remains on if they could actually help the team right now because the Peter Vermees press conference this last week here didn't necessarily spark too much excitement. But let's uh, let's take a break before we get to that. We're going to take a break and then we'll we'll talk about the current roster and prospects of adding to it. So we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When it's a fight for night, when it's a fight for night, we can gather all the friends all around the tomb. That's not a bad thing to do. When it's a fun fall night, when it's a fun fall night, when the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, you know we're gonna feel alright. Alright. Peter Vermees press conference on Thursday. Gave us some updates. Ooh, the women just scored a third goal. That's what that ding was. <laughs> uh, okay. Gave us some updates on Eric Hurtado and Felipe Gutierrez. He doesn't seem very optimistic about bringing Hurtado back. They've offered him, they gave him a bona fide offer, as it is legally known. And it uh, sounds like that was turned down. So he doesn't, he, he was basically just like, I don't even know what Eric's doing. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that kind of what he well, said? Well, I, I, for quote wise, I think you're 
uh, conflating both Gerso and Hurtado a little bit. Oh, oh. Quote wise, that was exactly what he said about Gerso was that they made a bona fide offer oh. and he rejected it. And as far as he knows, he's not on the team, right? Right. Hurtado, when he was when I asked about him, uh, he told me, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he signed somewhere. So, well, yeah, that's what I was. Okay. Yeah. But, but he's never really said that they made a bona fide offer to him or not. Okay. It just kind of went with that. So, so yeah, the quote there for Hurtado is Eric. I don't know if he's signed with someone. I have no idea, but that would, I mean, I don't know if he <laughs> signed with someone that would mean he sure as hell is not on our team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said, I'm just making sure because Gerso was definitively offered a bona fide, con- bona fide contract. So they would offer, they would have his rights. I'm just not so sure on Hurtado. So what do you guys think? So let's just assume Hurtado's gone. Do, are you going to, are you going to, are we missing him? Do we need him? Well, can we talk about this a second? Do you think a lot of this is just driven by the economics of the pandemic and <laughs> Hey, we're doing what we can to make the offers we can financially to these guys. What do you think? No, no. Um, cause they would, st- I mean, you gotta remember the MLS contracts are covered by MLS. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, for the regular roster guys, if they're not a DP or something along that line, that, that contract's all covered by MLS. So yeah. that's not coming out of the owner's pockets and, you know, yes, there's issues with the MLS, uh, CBA negotiations and all that stuff, yeah. but the regular roster signings shouldn't be affected by that at the moment. Now there might not be room on the roster or there might, they might be saving room on the roster, the, the salary budget for somebody right. else, but then there's always the TAMs and GAMs and all that Garber buck stuff that they Garber could do bucks, something that's with what too. I was gonna say. <laughs> so I don't think it's budget wise. I think it's that value wise, like, okay, Gerso isn't a starter. He offers this, he has these strengths. He has these weaknesses here, here. We made a bonafide offer, which meant they have right. to offer him the same amount or slightly more than they did. Then he made last time, last contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, they made that offer. It is just slightly more, right? It's only like a, I thought, oh, like a ten percent in above or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it. And there, there's a little confusion because of which version of roster rules you read, and right. maybe it changed because of pandemic or something like that. But it's at least a, a the same amount or five percent more. It's at least one of those two. Right. Okay. Plus, yeah, there's I, age groups and stuff like that that changes it too. It's I'm much more surprised by the Hurtado than I am Gerso. Gerso, fine, but Hurtado, wow, that leaves us with what, Shaoli as a backup up front or a starter or, yeah, we're or, almost we must Or be a bunch of homegrown signings. <laughs> or a bunch Bob, of homegrown. You, you were saying here before we started that the team is, is going to look very different than we thought it, it was going to. <laughs> it, it could. It very well could. And you got to remember, too, uh, Busio played out there some. All right. Uh, Duke could play out there. Hernandez could play out there. Not saying that they're going to be improvements over one of those guys, but yeah. Yeah. I think most fans were hoping for a, you know, a little more exciting of a player, an established player rather than hoping one of the young guys could come around and perform above what we've seen. And I could really easily see, um, not a lot more players uh, attacking players until the summer. I just, 
I know Vermees likes to have them in for, for spring training. Um, and the, the summer guys always seem to come in and not do very much with yeah. sporting, but I just, this being a different year with pandemics and travel and all Strange the times. CBAs and um, not knowing when the league's really going to start. I could see that maybe affecting somebody like that. Uh, on the back end of it, though, they really got to get at least one more defender, one more yeah. center back. Yeah. So, okay. Have, the has there right? been an announcement? Spring training starts February 1st, like it usually does? No. Okay. I asked Vermees about that in the press conference, and he said he had been working off of two different dates, February 1st and February 8th. And at that time, he was still unsure of what they would be doing. So the plans are still completely in the air. They've not announced if spring training is in Arizona. Spring training is – they've not announced anything. What a shit show. <laughs> and All I, right, then. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I think we've got um, it. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously we know COVID, pandemic, everything that that has affected, but because of MLS in uh, – yeah enacting the force majeure for the CBA negotiation. Like now we can renegotiate the CBA because of the force majeure. Well, and the players association went, screw you. And well, now they're issuing. Negotiate though. What's did that? They, did they use the word renegotiate or did they just say extend the current one? Well, yes, you're right. Uh, they wanted to extend the current one for two years, yeah. yeah. Which, quite honestly, I'm okay with. the The problem being, they didn't really talk to the MLS Players Association ahead of time, according to the MLS Players Association. Yeah, right. Uh, so they just enacted the force majeure instead of going to them. Look, look, you know, if you if you, with everything going on, if you went to them and said, "Hey, because of the economy, because of COVID, et cetera, et cetera, we just want to push this out. Can you agree to that?" Well, I think the MLS went, no, we're going to enact force majeure and force yeah. the Players Association. They have 30, 30 days to come to an agreement. And if they don't come to that agreement, then the CBA can be nullified and they can have real labor problems. So it should be lots of interesting topics. So, Cody, I know we're going off your plan a little bit, but you guys read Garber's letter. Were you surprised to see the players got 90% of their salary last season? Were you surprised by that in any way? Or Surprised as in you think that that is, that is a high amount? Uh, no, I was surprised that they didn't get a full. Is that yeah, a little right. bit? A little bit. Were you surprised? No, that was... I, mean, I, guess, I guess not surprised, I mean, but yeah. it, it, does, it does suck. No, it was negotiated. They they come to an agreement to reduce it by I thought it was five percent, but whatever the number was, um, the accurate partial information. Yeah. Well, I think it was they went. They said they uh, had agreed to drop by five percent, but it may have been something to do with the number of games played or something. Also. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that didn't surprise me that they didn't receive all of it. That was right, part of right. the issue. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I guess we can bring it back to Sporting KC here. The other update we got from Vermees was about Gutierrez. That seems a little more optimistic than Eric Hurtado. Personally, I very much desperately want him to come back. I would love to see him in a full, healthy season. And I would love to see him back in full and healthy. My question is, will he ever be? Right. Um, We've seen people with similar knee injuries and similar surgeries never come back to their full potential. We've seen some come back to their full potential. And even if he, even if he comes back and is ready at spring training to do spring training, will it take him another six months to actually get back to his full potential? There's so many questions there. So I think that's where sporting is at is they want to say, Hey, let's give you a contract that reflects what the risk you know, give you a lower salary, but incentives and a, you know, big bump up if everything's okay or give option years or however, I don't know the details. I'm just speculating there. So just to make sure everyone is on the same page here, all of the listeners are, the team had an option for this year. They declined it due to all of the, you know, the injury concerns and uh, they are currently negotiating and trying to get something done just on a different deal. Not quite as much money. You know, one thing too is, you know, midfield is where sporting is pretty stable, pretty strong, pretty stocked. So, you know, it's not do or die with that. We, he hasn't played there for over a year. So, yeah. I know, um, but I did spend the entirety of 2020 thinking, <laughs> damn, how good would we be if he was on the field? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. If he, yeah. if he was at his best, which he hasn't, he's, he's missed half the games he's been under this contract for or his yeah. last contract. So I like his, what he does. Don't get me wrong. I just, I'm almost ready to move on and say, let's just look for a replacement. And you know, who knows what uh, Remy Walter really exactly. his position is going to be. Is he a six? Is he an eight? Is he the other eight? So question, where are you guys more or less let's say less comfortable with what we have in the back right now or what we have up front well where do you really think we need to add to our roster right now well along those lines let me just read a quote here that i thought was the most intriguing or important part of the press conference was peter said we are still looking to add players to our roster as much as we'd like to say we have this incredible plan which we normally feel like we do now it's about adapting and adjusting to the ever-changing environment. Yeah. So do we think that that is a reference to, you know, Sporting KC has been linked to a couple players and both of them have recently said they've turned down a move to the U.S., not necessarily to Sporting KC, and they are just rumors. But could that frustration from him that we are sensing – could that be as a result of some failed transfers that haven't gone through? Yes. It sounds like it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, he's always going to be cagey with talking about, you know, what they have coming in or out. Yeah. But, you know, the, the report on the one Norwegian defender that they've, they've, I think they've offered and then they up the offer and then they up the offer again, but he's even one that said he wanted to stick around in Europe and not come to the U S Right, so that's uh, Stein Gregerson that you're talking about? Yeah. 
Yeah. I have him as a center back. Is that what you just said? I think yes. I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, that's that the, to answer Robert's question a second ago is, is center back that that's where I, <laughs> I think that's what am in line with most sporting KC fans there. They need a freaking center back. And yeah. but sad, like you said that on our um, discussion board, if he doesn't want to come here, then let's not get him. Let's, let's move on. Let's yeah. Sure. There's somebody else out there. We can offer a million dollars for that would be worth it. Yeah. And, and want know? to go. And, you know, would enjoy a nice apartment in the plaza. There is right? an entire world full of soccer players. So someone. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I don't know why they want that guy so bad. If again, we we're going off of reports in Norwegian media. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're more reliable than American media or British media or South American media or Ghanaian media, <laughs> but I don't trust any of them. Well, how do we know? Did did the player say he doesn't want to come to the United States, or are they offering more money because they were told that just the offers before weren't enough money? He had again translating from Norwegian. Yeah, that was the problem there. Um, it sounded like he said he did not want to come to America at this time. He wanted to stay and go to one of the big five leagues, which is what the French. Uh, midfielder winger guy Samuel Granser yeah that guy is he's the other one that Sporty KC was linked to rumored to be linked to and also turned down a move so now the nice thing about those two guys if again if all this is true is they're both relatively young they're not 29 30 year old guys right if they came would be you know would be a good four-year five-year contributor you know um and so it's nice seeing them going for guys who are in that million dollar transfer range not the only free guys um you know which which uh remy walter was a free transfer i believe if i Uh remember correctly so it's nice seeing them go for some of those million dollar transfer because those guys can be pretty damn good Maybe yeah, they just and need have to... and have time to even grow into their own here, as opposed to, uh, you know, you know, you know what a 28, 29 year old player is, which is what we've often right. seen of people come here. Well, uh, Cody, it might... sounds like you were losing a little bit of faith, but let's keep this in mind. I think a lot of the recent signings, Gutierrez, um, who am I trying to else think of, um, Gotti Kenda, uh, et cetera, have been pretty late in the preseason. So there's still time. There is still time and, 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 and not knowing like, when the preseason ends or starts yeah, <laughs> or the season starts. <laughs> yeah. And as, as or, dad was saying, you know, the, there is, that is a good thought about the summer that a lot could happen, you know, when other leagues end, when the season ends for Europe and other places around the world, that is definitely a good thought to keep in mind, but no, they don't tend to do as well. <laughs> so, trying to keep a positive spin or positive thought right on the forward line. We still have a, would still have a starting line of Johnny Russell, Alan Polito and Kyrie Shelton. You have Daniel Shallowy and uh, nine other homegrowns. <laughs> I, I know. Come some on Tyler are, Freeman. <laughs> I know some of our keepers, uh, you know, Wilson Harris. We haven't even mentioned right. him. Uh, you know, he's got a great nose for goal. 
uh, Tyler Freeman, like you said, Cameron Duke, Felipe Hernandez are all guys who can fit into that. Uh, I, you know, Gotti Kinda, Busio are guys who I don't think would be uh, terrible on the wing either because you would still have uh, one of them still in the midfield or Remy Walter right. or yeah. Roger Espinoza. Th- there's lots of guys who can fit in that slot. So we got guys who we can put up there who maybe it's not their best role, but can at least do the job after the first starting three. We know that starting three currently, and that's not a bad starting three. The attack can inspire some confidence. On those same lines, I I, I saw commentary on the Blue Testament with, with a pretty good thought there that it's, you know, they spent all of these years with a great team all around except for the striker, and it was just that one little piece they needed, and they finally get their man, and then all of a sudden the defense isn't shit. And like and now, now we're worried. No, and they finally got their guy, and they just now the rest of the team, you know, besides the attack, kind of is a question mark. Well, okay, you said all of a sudden these issues have happened even before Icopar left, but yeah, yes, yeah, that's true. It, it's it 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 was there when Icopara was here. He he helped wash some of it over. It was here in 2018. It was here in 2019. <laughs> it was here in 2020. There's, um, so, you know, um, last year, you know, we still have what three center backs right now, Punchech, Fontas, and um, Smith. Yep. Um, you know, maybe they can find another one somewhere to put some depth when uh, Fontas and Punchech was out there. They weren't bad as long it's it's more about the total package than it is about one center back being fast or slow it's about the guys in front of them doing their job and having some speed on the outside Lindsay, dia martins etc so it's it we tend to focus as fans and as analysts that this guy is not as good as that guy but sometimes it's the package of how they work together sure so if they're working together when sporting works together well they can be great that that was all that was very good, but I'm not gonna lie, we gotta go back. You said warsh instead of wash. And how long we've we been doing this for years, and I just now learned that you're like my mother and add an R into words that don't have it. Warsh. Oh my god. You know, he washed away the problems. He did, he washed it away, man. What is that? Is that I don't even know that it's a southern thing. My mother's from Pennsylvania. I always thought that was like a, a, a no, it's a Missouri thing. It, what she developed that at a later later in her life? Oh, I maybe it's me insane. Is she Pennsylvania Dutch? Maybe it's a Dutch thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely not Dutch. It's okay. Okay. Anybody who listens to this, comment on the post. I do put that R in in Warsh quite often. Sometimes I say it correctly. Sometimes I don't. More often, don't. I admit it. I don't spell it that way. But people, <laughs> go ahead and inform Cody and Robert. It is a Missouri thing. It's like rural Missouri places have it. I grew up in boonies. Well, I mean, outside of St. Louis. But... She grew up in Texas. so That just doesn't make sense to me. My dad grew up in rural Missouri and makes fun of my mother for adding that R into Warsh. <laughs> Do you have any dirty clothes? I'm going to run the Warsher. <laughs> yep. All right, so one name we have not mentioned is Ilya Sanchez. In any of our discussion, is this the year he becomes a backup? Depends on what Remy Walter does. Yeah. Or somebody else. He could be the fourth center back. (laughs) Exactly. I had that thought, too. (laughs) Fodder for later. 
We got any final thoughts here? I think Tim Milia is still pretty much a shoe in to start. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we've got all the way up front at Polito and all the way in the back, but everyone else in between, I'm not entirely sure. Hey, and kudos to Kendall McIntosh for wearing a Negro Leagues Museum shirt from Kansas City in his little interview that Sporting released today. Hey, well, what do you think of them? T-Bones changed the name to Monarchs. Is I was just from... about to say that, yeah, in a partnership with the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. That's, yeah. uh, that's cool, right? And I believe they've refurbished Sporting's old home. <laughs> they are doing that, and they're doing that in conjunction with the women's team. Casey and the women's, women's team paying for some of that? I believe they are. Yeah. They are working to – unlike when Sporting, the Wizards were at T-Bones, the owners of the T-Bones at that time did uh, – not they were not the best host they <laughs> took the money and yeah weren't weren't the friendliest about it uh, it sounds like example, they took a lot of people's money and then didn't really <laughs> do what they were supposed to do with it and that's why they were in like half a million dollars of debt and had to get rid of the team but they uh for example they wouldn't let sporting remove the mound the mound was sacred right. they said yeah but yet the Yankees and the Cardinals can allow soccer games in those stadiums and move the mounds. I don't think those are less sacred than the damn T-Bones mound. Yeah, yeah. Yankee Stadium's mound isn't sacred, but Community <laughs> America Ballpark. Yeah. No, it's code for our groundskeeper sucks, so we don't want to mess the mound. Yeah. If I remember correctly, the Wizards were going to pay for a mobile mound like one that could be brought in and, you know, moved. And I don't know how that works, but they were going to pay for it because what it would have done was it would allow the field to be closer to the first base side. The fans would have had a much better experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it would have moved that field 30, 40, 50 feet closer. But anyway, the current Monarchs is working with the NWSL team to do that. Sweet. And, and sporting is working with the NWSL team to help them with stuff too. When they did the draft, they were out at pinnacle. Yeah. Um, and they're, they worked with them to get them space down at Swope to practice until they have another spot built. So, yeah, I was, I was happy to see that announcement. I'm, I'm excited. The memorabilia is cool, at least. Not that I'll be going, not that I'm buying tickets right now to the games, but <laughs> memorabilia is cool. Yeah, and we'll see some uh, NWSL sporting doubleheaders. Uh, no. As no, I mean, as far as one at T-Bone St- or Monarch Stadium, one at Sporting. Oh. oh, perhaps that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would assume they would. Afternoon, evening. Sporting would try to avoid that, I would think, at least. I don't know. You think? Okay. Just, well, I don't know. Just Or maybe the legends would try to avoid that just from the traffic. <laughs> Screw the people. It's about the money. <laughs> What'll be interesting is when the NWSL team gets their new stadium built, which is in conjunction with home field, which is Rob Heineman, Greg Cotton, Dave Ficklin, and some other former sporting club people. Um, when they get that built, if that would end up perhaps being a place for sporting KC two to play instead of at children's mercy park, where it's expensive to open. Very smart actually. And that would be a very good double header on a field because of the size of the crowds. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap things up unless uh, anyone has a final thought that you have something prophetic to say. Absolutely not, man. I, I think I've spoke not. way more today than I do on a normal pod. You did. This uh, was a very fad uh, heavy podcast. A lot of fad. I have an observation. Yeah. It's a better podcast. Than I thought it was going to be more informative. 
You know why? Because I spoke. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, there you go. That's why. It, it is actually because, like, today, middle of the day, I thought about the podcast beforehand. For one of the first times ever of A Shade of Blue, I tried to come up with a show beforehand and get us a plan, and I wrote some notes down. I had I had names ready to go, if you guys noticed that. I was proud of myself, yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you, you don't know these off the top of your head, Cody? That was supposed to be your, like... You're talking about how the sausage is made now, man. Yeah, no, I did not know Matt Constant and Jameel Roberts off the top of my head. Like Cody and I are going to go to more Sporting Kansas City 2 games this year like we were going to last year. <laughs> yep, again, I'll say that again. I don't know if I will. I'll say it. I'll for sure say it. <laughs> yeah, at least right. you can watch them on ESPN2 or on ESPN Plus, rather. That's right. It is on ESPN Plus. <laughs> All right, guys, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. I would say go sporting, but they don't have a game anywhere even close to coming up, so I'm going to say go Chiefs! Anything to shake this but I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking